0: with this the service that's up there we can hear four and Outstanding. I, right I didn't know that. There we go.
1: Cause then can we use that when we do um Pastor Rob's videos? Cause he likes to use a lot of videos.
0: The videos somehow do not I don't know why they don't they don't come through. I'm not sure but they don't come through. Good morning, good morning What's wrong? Oh uh, Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing?
1: Fine, fine. And uh, turn which
0: is that these two? Okay. And what
1: do they actually do with them? They boost the signal um uh, because I phone uh, uh, to uh, the
2: 1540. So for uh Got it. How you
1: doing? Good. Yeah. I ain't going to ask why that ain't my business. <laughs> Listen, that ain't, The old folks said, hey, my, my, my that ain't my you my that? They had a grown folk business, I say. <laughs> Life was a of a uh, 20-hour day. Mm. He's going to back
2: up 6. here mm. at mm.
1: Morning. Good morning.
2: Everybody, we good. Good, good morning.
1: How about you? How you doing?
2: Okay, so i you, Whatever I'm your I'm s- you first fine. screen, at, well, you don't. You know, his sermon title.
0: I do. We about to set that up now. Yeah.
2: Put it as your opening you temple you for. for uh, you
0: so you mean like, so if this was the sermon title, this should right. be the uh, the first thing going to, for online only thing is, okay. it's, that shows up on Facebook, mm-hmm. the sermon title, like the, the details of the slide. So,
2: can you export it as a... Um,
0: like a JPEG? Yeah.
2: i, still,
0: I still so, gonna still going to do that, because these are... Miss Mar does JPEGs.
2: No, you got to pull it in here.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got you. So, that would just go from here...
2: You probably got because those are two different computers, so you gotta email it to yourself. Yeah. Uh, Save it as an image. I think it was for the concert. I okay. gotcha. But I'm not. I don't. I, I'm not the expert. <laughs> um. Uh, so think it was for the concert but what now? The crazy concert we have in next month. Okay. This month. You probably gotta hear
1: it. Yeah, probably email. When it comes to you, I your
2: name, let
1: your name me know. When like it, it comes to you, let me know. Thank you, um, Lord. Yes. Thank Okay. That's all I got I right now. <laughs> I can't here. I wish I could yeah. help, but yeah. okay? I can't.
2: Type in. That, like create a new scene, um, that says so Sunday morning, No way you need know, to just put that first, just move it up, and then you just pop it in okay, so I'll do it just like that,
0: okay, mm-hmm.
2: so each week as you create the title, that way that's the first thing they see, um, and you don't even really—I mean, you can go through the worship graphics.
0: Okay. Um,
2: so yeah, just make it bigger. So pull it over here, probably stretch us.
0: So when
2: when you make the graphics. Can you do two? One in um, 1920 by 1080p, um, and then whatever standard graphic for um, the what does it call? Proclaim. That way, each week when we pull in the live stream, they're seeing a different graphic, and that will make the you know the views on Facebook go up. Well. So what size? Do you think? Um, 1920 by 1080p, or oh, 1080.
0: So the only thing with but this, though, is because, um, this is the, um, Pastor Ray, the, the preachers, we really don't get the scriptures until Sunday morning.
2: Their themes? Yeah. So, like, right yeah. before, you know, we can do a right, while prison worship is there, just Just it. um, or you can go into Canva and just
0: create. Adjust it from there. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Every I've been requesting, whether I'm here or not, that they get us the yeah. and our little text message feed that we get the scripture and sermon at least Saturday. That way, when we first come into church, we can get on it before service starts. But it's not Do we, we have Campbell? Is Campbell this
0: is it's a program, right?
2: Yeah. Yep. So it's, it's web based. So okay. you go in there, um, and um, even if you don't. You want all graphics to look the same, but, I mean, if she just sends you the file, you should be able to resize it, um, but it's easier if you just create two files. Gotcha. But the reason why we need it by uh, 1920 by 1080p, because so it's going to, yeah, you're not going to have to stretch it like that, because right, if, you, right, if right. you stretch it, right. it's going to...
1: affect the like graphic.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. I don't think there's a way I haven't used um, (laughs) it.
0: So we'll do past the segments and then get that brought get that over.
2: Okay. So yeah, just bring it in as an image file, that, like, from here.
0: As uh, from here, all oh, the facade. Mhm. Yep. do you get it? Okay, so you, know, you want me
2: to make, um, you want me to make, um, so 1920 bro- by 1080, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm already doing.
0: So the, I don't know, maybe. So right. she wants to start suggesting to do like the the scripture, the the title, and who is preaching mm-hmm. as like the first slide when Facebook goes live. Mm-hmm. On
2: Facebook.
0: Yes. Yeah, so this is not with the flyer. Like of okay, so what size is Facebook?
2: That whatever you if you're sending nineteen by uh, ten eighty, then that's fine. We just nineteen have. twenty by ten eighty. Yeah. 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 Okay. So that okay. fits. Mm-hmm. We just, just gotta stretch it.
0: We just gotta do something with um. When we get the, the scripture and whoever's preaching, we got to make that first slide and I guess make it that size of the, mm-hmm. the nineteen.
2: Okay, so you need me to create that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And then once, you and I can talk because I'll send you a template for a lower third. Once we get the scripture, you just copy, we probably need one more computer. Okay and we can just do that real quick with the scripture have the Lord pull those templates in so that way when when the scripture is coming so somebody has to work this for the house okay. it was awesome I've been bragging
1: about it since I
0: left yes
1: it was just—it was—it was a
0: good meeting. Oh, what's that? I was trying a new background, but it's too late. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sorry Pastor Bruce. <laughs> no cuz John John was going to come by. But he said if it wasn't raining anyway. We got a phone, a mic, a microphone cover. All right. Good morning family. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. Good morning family. Good morning. good morning. It's a good day to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. Okay. Amen. It's a good day to be woke. Amen. Or should we keep these in my can go
0: right in here. Makes sense. Yeah.
1: Amen, amen, amen. Well, it's my honor and pleasure to be before you today to share scripture and prayer. Amen. And I'm going to come with the scripture that came to me this morning. And it comes from Romans 5.1. And it says... Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into the grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of
0: God. And not only
1: so, but we glory in tribulation also. Knowing that tribulation worketh patience, and patience worketh experience, and experience hopes, and hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. For when we were yet without strength, in the due time Christ died for the ungodly. For he scarce, for scarcely for the righteous man will one die, oh, yet so, pre adventure so for the good man, some oh, would dare yeah. to die.
0: But we're not yet. But so.
1: God, come of his love, command of his love toward us, for in that while
0: for we house, were yet sinners, we other stuff, Christ, Christ died, died for, us. for us. Oh, you mean the objectors? being now yeah, yeah,
3: justified oh, by right. his blood. There. And, um, this has two parts, because um, in my veterans group, ironically, I'm teaching about the blood. Right? of yes. no, you can, yeah. And we've also been talking about the cleansing of the blood. The so this is kind of entails power and cleansing. Um, And and the the, King James Bible version reads, And the Jews' Passover was at hand, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. And he found in the temple those that sold oxen and sheep and doves and the changers of money sitting. And when he had made a scourge of small cores, he drove them all out of the temple. And the sheep and the oxen and poured out the changers' money and overthrew the tables. And he said unto them that sold doves, Take these things hence. Make not my father's house a house of merchandise. And his disciples remembered that it was written, The zeal of thine house hath
1: eaten me up.
3: Then answered the Jews and said unto him, What sign showest thou unto us, seeing that thou doest these things? Jesus answered and said unto them, Destroy this temple. And in three days I will raise it up. Then said the Jews, Forty and six years was this temple in building, and wilt thou rear it up in three days? But he spake of the temple of his body. When therefore he was risen from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this unto them, and they believed the scripture and the word which Jesus had said. Give God a big hand praise for that. Amen. So the title of my message is Overturned Business as Usual. And in that gospel today, he said he was speaking of the temple of his body. Not the temple itself. His physical body. Now the religious people that day did not get it at all. They didn't understand that Jesus was talking about the temple of his body because they were about business as usual. You see, it was the business as usual that day when Jesus showed up at the temples, and animals were being bought and sold. Coins were being changed. All the usual people had their usual places and their usual roles. And folks, I don't think this story is simply about Jesus getting angry. Jesus got angry. I get angry. We all get angry. But folks, it's okay to get angry. They missed the point. There's more to this story than just that. Guess what, family? This story is not about the animals or the money changers being in the temple. Jesus knew they were there anyway. I mean, he grew up as a faithful Jew going to the temple. And I'm sure he didn't show up that day and say, wow, there are animals and money changers here. I didn't know this. This is wrong. You see, the temple in those days was the center of the community. It's where um, praise and worship
0: went on. It is where they
3: bought their merchandise. All those things. So Jesus knew this. And it was not a surprise. Why? Because God knows everything. In his power, he knows everything. And the animals and money changers, they had always been there. That's how the system had worked. It was business as usual for them to be there. And I I think Jesus went to the temple that day for one purpose. To throw out and overturn business as usual. My dear friends, have you um, ever pushed the autopilot button of your life and it became mechanical? You go through the motions. I've been there, we've all been there. We, We don't You know, we get tired. We want to physically sit down and just, you know, forget about the day and the business that we have to do. You show up sometimes and you're not really there. Does that happen to you? That's business as usual. Hmm. Have you ever smiled? And I'm good and everything is fine. Smile. And I'm blessed. But behind the smile, there's a sort of emptiness. You feel hollow. Yes, sir. And your heart was breaking. Yes, sir. That's carrying on with business as usual. Or maybe you wake up in the morning and you were as exhausted as you were when you went to bed the night before. Night. business as usual. Have you ever felt like you were just not yourself? We need that mic stand out the shot. Nothing seems right. Too late now. Boredom overcame your creation. There was no enthusiasm. There was no wonder there were, or imagination. It was just business as usual. can be My brothers and sisters, sometimes we look at life and we look at the world and it all seems in vain, doesn't it? We're busy, but not really getting anywhere. There's no depth. There's no meaning. Only business as usual. Listen, business as usual can happen anywhere. It can happen in friendships. It can happen in marriages. It can happen in parenting, work, or even church. But friends, the things I just described to you are not, however, the problem.
1: They are the symptom in the same
3: way that the animals and the money changers in the temple are not the problem. They are the symptoms of something deeper going on. The problem is not so much in the temple as it is in the human heart. That power that Jesus instilled in us through God, a lot of us just don't out there don't have the faith or the, the, the oneness of heart. That we should feel towards him. The deeper issue, though, it's all about our fear. Amen. We're fearful about what is happening in our life. Yes. Or the uncertainty of the future. And we want some type of security and predictability.
1: Yes, sir. So
3: we can keep on doing the same old things. You know, I had, a, I had a friend the other day, really good friend of mine, uh, some of us may know him, but he had a friend that he works at a radio station with, and he had a lot of problems going on. He, he was uh, with a job that the doctor retired. He was doing transport for the doctor, and he went from a $100,000-a-year job to a $40,000-a-year job. Mm. On top of that, he had high blood pressure. Stress was in his life. He had a massive heart attack. He passed away. All because he didn't give it to God. He didn't give his worries or his troubles to God. He he kept it inside. He was fearful of what the future might bring. So is that business as usual? Business as usual is usually predictable and steady. But it creates... Only the illusion of security. Mm -hmm. Sometimes business as usual is a symptom of our grief and sorrow. Something has been lost. And we can't get back the life we want. So we cling to business as usual because it's familiar. And we want some stability. Other times we are so busy. And worn out many a living. That life turns into one task after another. One appointment after another. A never ending to do list. And it's business as usual. My friends, maybe we've taken people, relationships, and things for granted. Maybe we've lost our sense of gratitude or wonder or, or mystery. There are thousands of ways and reasons in which we can fall into business as usual. But I think the number one reason is forgetfulness. We forgot that we are, are really are the temple of God's presence. We forgot that all creation is the residence of God. Mm. We forget that in whatever direction we might turn, there is the face of God gazing upon us. And as soon as we forget those things about ourselves, each other, or the world, life becomes business as usual. And I think that's what happened today in the story in the temple. They didn't see themselves or one another as the true temple of God. It was all about the human built temple, the animals and the coins. They had forgotten that God was more interested in them than their festivals, and that God wanted them more than their offerings. Come on. And when we forget that we are the temple of God, life can easily become a series of. Of transactions, relationship, and intimacy are lost. Priorities get rearranged.
1: Yes, sir. Making a living
3: replaces living a life. Life becomes a marketplace rather than a place for meeting the holy in ourselves and one another. Yes, and it's business. Yes, That's what Jesus is overturning and driving out of the temple today. Family, um, I have read a story in, in Pontiac, Michigan, there was a demolition uh, company. They bulldozed the wrong building. And investigators believe that the owner of a house scheduled to be demolished nailed the numbers of his own address to his neighbor's house to avoid the demolition. Well, in this family, Jesus did the opposite. He was on a mission to let his own house be torn down for the sake of others. Imagine the scene and how confused everyone must have been, including Jesus' own disciples. Picture them eyeing one another as he challenged the religious leaders in John chapter 2, verse 19, where he says, Destroy this temple, Christ said and I will raise it again in three days you see Jesus you see was referring to the temple of his own body that he would raise from the dead on resurrection Sunday you see Jesus' power is also can take authority over death they did not see that They didn't understand. He'd come to show that the harm we do to ourselves and to one another would ultimately fall on him. He would have to atone for it. You see, God has always known our hearts far better than we do. God has always known our hearts far better than we do. So he didn't entrust the fullness of his plans, even to those who saw his miracles and believed in him. God was slowly revealing, like, you know, when you go to the movies and you see the sneak peeks of the movies and they show you the trailers and they give you just a little bit of a peek of it, so you might go out and buy a movie, go and watch the movie. Well, God was slowly revealing the love and goodness And in Jesus' words that we couldn't understand, even if he told us. So I'm inviting you today to overturn business as usual.
1: Yes, sir. And put
3: your eyes on God. Restore your forgetfulness. In Proverbs 19.11, you can put that up on the screen, Earl. It says, good sense makes one slow to anger. And it, is, it, and it is his glory to overlook an offense. And my dear friends, over and over again, Jesus, whether we like to know it or not, we are working in his power every single day. He is interrupting, disrupting, overturning, and throwing out business as usual. Listen, friends. Business as usual. Business as usual is destructive for our lives. And it's destructive for our relationships. It destroys our ability to see and participate Mm. in the holy that is already present in us and among us. We need to pull from the power of God and work
1: within the confines of all been put into our hearts
3: and use it to not only better our own lives, but to help others as well. Isn't that our job? I mean, let's remember the Great Commission. Jesus said to spread my word throughout the whole entire world. That's not being done a whole heck of a lot. In this church it is. But in other places, not so much. Folks, the word became flesh so that his temple might become human. Jesus, even today, continues to overturn and throw out business as usual because the truth is there is still that Samaritan woman waiting at the well in our world today. There are still lame people grounded by business as usual. Empty and hungry people are still a reality in our world and there are dead people waiting to be made alive. These things can all be changed for the better if we work in the power of God and overturn business as usual. Now, it's no secret, my dear friends, I love to read books. Ain't nothing better than picking up a book and reading it. I see these things on these Kindles and you can go run along. That's not the same. It's not the same. But anyway, I had. Have, have you ever wanted to read the last chapter of a mystery novel first? If I haven't done it, I've done it. Most people have. Now, that may sound like a bad idea to those who love the suspense of a good story. But some people enjoy reading a book more if. They know how it ends. Now, there's a guy named Richard Hayes who wrote a book called Reading Backwards. And he shows how important the practice is for our understanding of the Bible. He was illustrating how the unfolding words and events of Scripture anticipate, echo, throw light on one another. So, Professor Hayes gives us a reason to read our Bibles forward and backwards. And he also reminds his readers that it was only after Jesus' resurrection that his disciples understood his claim to rebuild a destroyed temple in three days. The temple Jesus was speaking about was his body. Only they then could understand the meaning of what their passover celebrations that they had never before understood and we're ready to do communion later and that two phrases the bread the body of christ that's what he was talking about today and in retrospect they could then reflect on how jesus gave fullness of meaning to an ancient king's deep feeling for the house of god and only by rereading their scriptures in light of the true temple of god could the disciples grasp how the ritual of israel's religion and messiah would throw light on one another some people when they get to look at the bible they say hey this is really a thick book I don't I want to go to the good parts. They read the New Testament forget to read the Old Testament. We need to read the Old Testament to understand the New Testament. Right. Because everything in the Old Testament is prophesizing what's going to happen in the New Testament. And that's the thing that the Sadducees and the Pharisees were stuck on. They were stuck on the Old. But they didn't want to deal with the new. Okay, but listen, only by reading these same scriptures, backward and forward, can we see in Jesus everything that any of us has ever needed or longed for. And only by reading God's word, we get to feel and understand how the power of God can work to change our lives and the world. So, my prayer for you today is just this. I I pray today that you can overthrow business as usual. Let the power of God work in and through you. Keep your attention and eyes on God at all times, and you can discover the true power of God. It says in 2 Peter, if you can put that up there, verse 1 and 3, chapter 1, verse 3. It says, his divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Maybe for you today, this isn't about other people. Maybe you are the woman at the well. Maybe you know what it's like to be grounded and paralyzed. Maybe you are empty and hungry today. Maybe you need to be called to life. Maybe business as usual needs to be interrupted in your life by the power of God and his word. Family, listen, regardless of who we are, what we've done or left undone, or how we see or judge our life, we are the temple of God. And there is one who stands in the temple of our life, interrupting business as usual, whether you want it to be or not. If he's not doing it through you, he's sending somebody to you to remind you of who he is. My friends, people often point to Jesus as an example of (laughs) non-confrontation. This was not the case at all. He confronted the corruption and the oppression of his day with seal. I love that word, seal. It has a, a great power feel to it. Seal.
0: <laughs> and at the same
3: time, this, this gospel we read today are too often used to focus on Jesus' anger and the physical measures he took against the merchants who were defiling his father's house. Soldiers and this is for anybody who's been in the military, soldiers, board, than most people are very aware that force, even lethal force, must be at times used in the cause of good. This passage is best used to examine our own attitude toward God and your own reverence toward all that is sacred. Wow. With Jesus' zeal, rooted out, And recommit yourself to wholehearted obedience and service. Now family, I'm not asking about what needs to happen so that you can become holy or become the temple. But so you can see that you already are the temple. And you need to claim what is yours already. Jesus does not make us into something we are not. (laughs) <laughs> he calls us back to who we've always been. Wow. <laughs> he was speaking of the temple of our body. And the great news is that in his power, we can become the person God has called us to be. Pastor Ray says it to us all the time, to the leaders. He's trying to Encourage us and lead us to discover who we are and who God has called us to be. I can't be Pastor Ray. I can't be Brother Tracy. I can only be Pastor Mike. What God has called me to do in his ministry, in his work, in his power but if I did not live in his power I did not seek his word I did not seek his power I could not do the things I need to do for his ministry that's right so that is what's so important and why when this subject came out I was so excited because I had already been doing it with our vets but just to think about the power that And and I saw it up here on the screen earlier. There was a picture up here of God holding the earth with his
2: hands.
3: He's got the whole world in his hands. The power of God. Oh, so wonderful. Let us pray. We thank you, O Lord, for despite all the stubbornness, you've still graced us with all the blessings, even though we are unworthy of them. With this, please continue to help us in following the right path. Remembering that we always in your holy presence, so that we can be worthy to enter your temple and experience your power, your grace, your love. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I thank you for letting me stand in front of you today. God bless. Amen. Awesome word, overturning business as usual. Uh, can we give Pastor Stebbins a round of applause? Yeah. Uh, word of God. I quickly have to just share on is that scripture, Second Peter, uh, still up there, with verse one through three, um, because that's that's a when he just finished on that. I thought, what an awesome job, and really, and, I, and what I went and thought about is. This is as usual. If, if I was reading at home, or, it just, just imagine yourself, and I want you to use your imagination, that if I was using the natural light, and uh, now evening set in, and the natural light was gone, and I'm in the house, but I'm going to continue, I no longer can see the book or the things that I'm trying to read but I continue to try to read and then I eventually give up and say, you know what, I, I can't do it, I'm going to leave it alone and, and stop doing what I wanted to do because I was doing it the way I've always done it. And so we are constantly come through things the way we've always done it and when you drive through something the way you've always done it, you always get what you always have right. But there's a light switch on the wall that if I switch the switch on, the power will bring light on so it talks about the power of God. And so instead of doing what i using the extra source that's available, a resource to me, I only use what I knew. That's exactly what I'm trying to dissolve the power of God. When I saw that, business as usual is I'll do what I've always done. So I was just using the natural light, only to know I got a light switch. And all I got to do is is flip the switch. All I gotta do is receive Jesus as Lord. All I gotta do is open myself up to God to, to be king and to be Lord over my life. A simple thing. But yet, I keep doing what I've always done and only what I know. Our business as usual. Good work, my brother. Good work. And I, I just want to share and this is what we're going to be all month long I want you to start focusing on A power that's
1: available
3: Amen Let me, let me say it Amen. once again the,
1: the power
3: that's available
1: Amen
3: This resource is available to everyone Amen By faith I can have it I've also discovered That faith is the vehicle That can transport What is in heaven here to the earth he said, as it is in heaven, so shall it be where? In the earth. And I'm sure there's some stuff that's floating in heaven that's connected to the power of God <clears throat> that needs to be brought in here. Amen. That you need to bring into your life. And so, again, we want to reiterate that about uh, you connecting with the power of God. Amen.
1: This is us. This is, this is where God has us. One more round of applause for God. Yes! Thank you. those of you who are watching, we're about ready to